You said let's go. <laughs> now. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Dad Pack Podcast. This is Ryan, your host. We also got Jordan and Joey hosting with guest appearance from Big Papa Pump, my dad, and Jordan's dad. Let's go. Well, now I know where Ryan gets his dance moves from. That was pretty easy. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, is it? <laughs> I have, oh, you know, God. I have won dance contests. Stop at it. the old people's show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, today we are joined by uh, uh, Father Father Greg here, Mr. 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 Harper. How are y'all? Good to be with you. We're doing a back-to-back series here. We had my dad on last week, and then their dad today. Well, how how we doing, guys? Anything new? Besides the Cowboys being trashed this Ooh, week, that's where I wanted you to go. That's exactly yeah, where yeah. I wanted we you to go. We can try again next week. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> horrible. Chalk it up. Chalk it up. <laughs> uh, Philly hasn't played yet, so we'll see. Look, I have to give a plug for LSU yesterday. I'm big LSU guy, and to come up with twenty to fourteen, I'm just proud of them. <laughs> who was that alabama i think alabama alabama man yeah it's uh it's been a really weird weekend of football a lot of a lot of top 10 teams and a lot of ranked teams lost this week in college and then today i have no idea what's going on in football it's like everybody who's supposed to lose is winning and people who's supposed to win are losing it's it's a crazy day west uh, virginia put up a, a fight for the, about two quarters against oklahoma state <laughs> <laughs> just forgot the yep. second half they went uh, home Oh, their coach has <laughs> mullet power. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my boys did something. I mean, they're number eleven for a reason. Uh, OU and o- OSU, they're 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 pretty good teams this year. So we we gave OU a hell of a, a hell of a fight there, and then OSU, they 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 honestly just killed us. They beat us worse than OU did, which is kind of surprising. Ooh, uh, twenty four to three, and then OU only beat us by three points. Oh, you had uh, the third stringers in. Uh, probably yeah they're probably like look it's west virginia <laughs> we're good week you guys off, can stay back week off, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not throwing shade at them i just i have to ask how challenging it was it to raise ryan i just want to know from from the man himself well it was a unique situation <laughs> god you're so nice come on <laughs> the thing is my brain damage that i now have is a result of parenting ryan Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, living through some of his wonderful logic that he dealt with and did. And, I mean, just dealing with a kid that comes to you and appeals and said, Dad, Mom, I need some money so I can get some books to read. Oh, here we uh, go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we're just touched. And I'm thinking, Ryan, read books? What? But okay, so we went in, got the money. He bought these books. You know what he did with those books, Joseph? Uh-uh, go ahead. He went up and down the uh, street saying he was a poor boy that needed uh, to support himself and help to My buy man food. Went and and some books. And, and he sold the books and, and took it for himself. Oh, the difference of the money. Yeah. That, that's, that's what I had to deal with. Double, His, doubled my money. Doubled your money. It doubled their money is what you did. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't get any cut. I didn't get one single cut of that. We wondered where he hustle. was getting all this money, you know. Who needs college when you can 
sell books door to door. I'm telling you, he he was a unique fella. From the time he was a baby, uh, when when he was 18 months old, we're sitting there and 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 Ryan's in the kitchen with Jeremy, my oldest son. Jordan had not been born yet. We have a guest in the dining room, and all of a sudden we hear this incredible laughter and and uh, sounds of complete joy, and I knew immediately, uh oh, we're in trouble because <laughs> we, we went back in there, and you know what we had. We had put the fan on there to help him stay cool, and we'd had spaghetti, and Ryan decided to throw all the spaghetti into the fan <laughs> all over the walls, all over everywhere. That's Ryan at 18 months old. It, it's uh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely projecting what was going to happen. For sure. <laughs> I always figured out how to have a good time. You know what I mean? You, you can, No matter what situation you're in, you can always have a good time. Sure. I knew Ryan was going to tell me the truth, though, normally, except that one time. But uh, <laughs> that, I, he just I, left I, out that part. That's all yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. You just the time we're sitting upstairs, and he's in high school, and we're we're praying that he does get to graduate. I did. We hope he gets to graduate. <laughs> he said, "I did immediately." And and I've had <laughs> I'm I've had to go. Hey, yo, come on, Ryan. And they said, "Well, he's lost a book." It's not a book. Hey, I don't have my book, Dad. I don't know where my book is. And I looked down on the chair he's sitting in, and out the book was underneath his his cushion. He was hiding it from me. <laughs> you want to explain that one, Ryan? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You know, it's funny you say that. That's, uh, my dad last week also brought up graduation for me. So that's two dads back-to-back -back talking about their sons trying to graduate. Well, we were Sorry. waiting on a phone call the day of graduation <laughs> to find out Ooh. if he really was graduating. Oh, we got it. Gosh. We yeah. got to graduate. And I Second will say, yeah, oh, hey, you, you didn't come in last. Nope. You, know, you were ahead of the pack. You know, <laughs> one, pack of one. Look, you, you first. either first or you're last. Or there you go. Now I go back to his logic again. Unique and brain damaging. <laughs> it so, worked. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we, it, it was a struggle at times. Uh, the time he said, Dad, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm just going to leave here. So I took his bags outside and shut the door. He says, what are you doing? I said, you're leaving. Please hurry. <laughs> We're having dinner in a little bit. <laughs> Save some food for the rest of us. So uh, that does bring me, or Jordan brings up a little good point here in the chat. I do want to know, what are the difference, well, I guess, from your experience, how how challenging is it to have three boys and the difference between the three of them? It's like this. The difference between raising girls and boys, but the idea of three boys is each one of them coming in is going to fart 20 times right in front of you and all <laughs> over the place, going to pee all over your bathroom and more. And they're going to be talking all the time and noisy and uh, uh, never want to do anything. I'm busy, Dad. I don't want to do anything. Uh, living with three boys was very unique because each one of them was so different. Okay, you say that, but I do have a rebuttal here. You have okay. to explain to me why you made them put, what was it? You guys filled filled holes with dirt in the yard. <laughs> Ryan tells the story as if you just oh, poured dirt go. in the yard and said, yeah, go, yeah, we don't go to do town, nothing. boys. You dump trucked a, hog a half, <laughs> half load ton. of half dirt in, in the house. A half yeah, we ton. Were done. A half ton. Half ton. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. called a half load. You're right. And, uh, yeah, because uh, 
poor, poor Ryan. Yeah, uh, I wanted to get it done, and we needed the yard done. And Ryan always came up with excuses of why he couldn't do yard work. So uh, Me too, Ryan. I needed it done, and, and he did it. <laughs> and he hated it the whole time, and he complained the whole time. And he procrastinated making it longer and longer and then putting it on Jordan and Jeremy most of the time if, to figure out how to get them done, like Huck Finn. You know. let's, let's put my dad on the spot just real fast. All right. 90, 90% All right. of the yard work was done by myself. Me. Me. And you did it so little. No. One time you finally did it, we took a picture. We took a picture Ryan's of you. Ryan's talking we, about a three-year period, okay? What? I'm talking about a, 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 he wasn't even Jordan. around and wouldn't be able to do those Jordan. those times. No, Help no. me out, bro. Don't be scared. Are you scared? Are you scared? You Literally, had me I was like, my dad actually knows how stuff. to mow no. the lawn? I had no idea. Whoa. Pull out the camera. So well, did, did y'all hear me a moment ago? When I said he didn't understand a period of time, I mean, how many years had I done it before they were born? How True. many years? And the reason I had boys was so they do the yard. Come on, <laughs> why would I do it? You said a three-year period, though. That's no for Ryan. For Ryan, George, Jeremy. I mean, Jeremy did it for a while, and he yeah. did it poorly on purpose. And <laughs> about three years, you're right. Ryan was the best at doing it. Yes, he was. And then Jordan did it for a short period of time and just complained so much that, uh, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Agreed. yeah. What did you used to have in the old days? Are you, you got boys so they could work on the farm. Well, mine, my farm was the yard. Okay. We were growing grass for the, for the, for the ants. Like what are we growing grass for? <laughs> Ryan now is meticulous about his yard so much so that he'll go onto his neighbor's side and make sure that he pulls the weeds from his neighbor's side so they don't grow on his side. Well, that obsessive compulsive nature does come from me, I'll have to say. And his former logic does come from me. When we first had <laughs> Jeremy, we thought we had it all together. Jeremy was a cinch. I mean, just no trouble. We thought we, we oh, we're the best parents that have ever lived. And then Ryan was born and everything we thought about parenting, uh, came apart. We were, we, we just prayed every day to be able to be able to make it through the day. It was amazing. How many times just, here we go. Can you think of that? I broke either Jeremy or Jordan's nose. So uh, I, 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 I took care of that one. No, no, no. Let me tell you what my job is with each one of them. And it is hard at times to keep your mouth shut. It is hard at times for your heart breaking when, you're, when your son's hearts are breaking or your grandchildren's hearts are breaking. It is so difficult not to speak up. My job and my only job is to support them. Whatever I can do for them. It is not about me. It is not about making myself comfortable. It is not about... Uh, trying to make sure uh, this logically makes sense here because emotions are not logical. And I just want to be there for them. What has been difficult is when they have a problem 
with one of their children. Now, Jordan has no children at this point, so it must be his dog since I kept his dog, his dog. this weekend. <laughs> um, but uh, how to treat those dogs, you know, how to treat now are the grandchildren. If I disagree, I am 100% behind the, uh, my kids, my, right. th- their dad. That's what we do. Do they need me to come down and take care of them? I'm there. Do they need me? Uh, man, it wasn't there for Becky and I. You know, my dad pretty much said, you're on your own, buddy. Don't ever ask for money and don't ever ask for any help. We're not, you know, you're, you're an adult. He was mad at me for getting married. So that was it. And Becky's daddy said, you know, don't ever ask us for money. Uh, y'all got to make it on your own. I, I it, that, that was hurtful to me. I thought we needed some support, some help, you know, and, and it, it changed Becky's and my view about what we're about, whatever we need to do to be there for them. That's what I'm going to do. Even if I don't agree with them sometimes. Now I'm not talking about illegal things. I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about ungodly things, things that would be against uh, what I believe is right and wrong. But it's not a matter of preference of, oh, well, Ryan, I think you need to do this, or or Jeremy, I think you need to do it this way. I'm there to support them. Of course. And I heard it just made me think of a good quote was uh, you, you love them for what they are and you forgive them for what they're not. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's one of the hardest things that I've had to come up with and learn as a as a father, a parent, and as you get older, it's just one of them things that not everyone's going to fill the boots that you, you would hope. And sometimes you got to step into that and just if they're there, if they're present for you, that's great. Love them while they're there, when they're not, or whatever they're doing, forgive them when they're not, and just just keep it moving. That's that's a hard lesson to learn as an adult because you know you you want things to be this this certain way, and they're just not. And you got to be able to step in that place for your kids, and then be able right. to fill that gap and and do that. It, it's it's been tough, uh, but you know I have I have a uh, he's he's like. Uh, oh God, I forgot the month. I don't. It, he's a little past a year and a half. Okay, he looks just go. like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't keep up with the months anymore. He's almost two. Uh, and the, uh, I will say, my child. Let's stop for a prayer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. My my child has taught me more lessons in life in these last couple months than I think I've learned my entire adult life just on the things that he needs that I could do for him. And then obviously facing the stereotypes that goes with being a dad as well. You know what I mean? It's incredible. The, the comments that I get for just being there with my son and being, you know, going out to the store, whatever's going on today was a, a, a really interesting situation. And I just wanted to bring this up as a, as a side note was uh, me and my wife went out for, for dinner or for, for lunch. We were going out, we were going to go, shopping and uh we had to get two different cars we had to go pick up her car was in the shop and then we had my car so we were in two different cars so we went out we had lunch and uh my son got into my car with me and she got into her car so she was gonna go shopping i don't want to go shopping i'm gonna take him home and we're gonna go do our thing but when i'm putting him in my car there's a a a lady in the truck next to me and she rolls down the window and she says there's something you don't see every day and i just kind of look back and said well what are you talking about and she said uh the, uh the the baby going with the dad and not the mom on a sunday Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, we're not divorced, but I, I understand what you're saying." <laughs> I hear you. I'm sorry. I, yeah. 
I thought and that's true. one of the stereotypes that that guys are facing and going through. Just because I'm taking my putting my son in my car doesn't mean that I got custody or, or whatever is going on. Clearly, you can kind of I could kind of picture that she probably had gone through a, a divorce before or was kind of applying her situation to what she was seeing. Um, but it's it's one of them stereotypes that I think that I I hope in this podcast that we can break one day. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's okay to be a good dad. It's okay to show your emotions to your kids. It's okay to make mistakes with your kids. It's okay, and it's it's hopefully one day going to be normalized. It's not the 1950s anymore. We're able to move past what it was. Now, my wife, due to Corona, she works at a hospital. She goes out 12 hours, you know, three or four times a week where I get to stay home. So COVID's just, it, you know, there's the COVID babies is what they're calling our, our generation of kids. The ones that I'm having now, the ones that came out during COVID and uh, they've come up with some interesting challenges and, you know, they're kind of more introverted than extroverted. My son doesn't seem that doesn't apply to him. He loves everybody apparently, but it's been, this whole COVID thing has, has really started to uh, change the dynamics of of parenting because a lot of parents, mom and dads are staying at home now for these last two years. So what I'm seeing is I'm staying at home a lot with my son. So my son gravitates with me a lot more than his mom. And that's totally okay because his mom is out supporting us and doing a whole, you know, other thing. Now she, she does a lot with the family. Obviously she's there whenever we're, we're here together, but you know, if, for lack of better terms, the gender roles have flipped in my household, right? I'm more of the 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 mom nurturer the nurturer right and she's more of the dad but she is able to come in and instantly flip that just with her presence alone a because it brings me some peace when she steps into a room you know what i mean it's my wife and she brings that to me and then obviously for my son too but those things and the stereotypes are 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 hopefully starting to change nowadays it definitely is yeah i i hope so i was then that, that was my next question how do you how do you feel like being a dad has changed between when you were to when your sons are now? I thought when I first became a dad, and I remember, I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about my dad in a minute, my dad, but I thought I had to be the authoritarian to keep rule. I thought I had to take control. I thought I had to make sure they listened to every word. Well, I got news for you. Kids are born deaf. You know, they're, they're death. Oh, yours too. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're all death. Um, and as well as that authoritarian just builds up resentment and being right as Dr. Phil said, and I heard this and, and I really believe it. Uh, would you rather be right? Or would you have, rather have relationship? I'd rather have a relationship with my boys. Sure. Yep. And I think I damaged that. And over time, Ryan once told me, when Jordan was uh, in high school and he was out and he said, dad, why don't you treat Jordan like you did me? Uh, uh, well, number one, he doesn't act like you. That's my baby. <laughs> yeah. Number two, that's my baby. There you go. And, and number three, you told me I was wrong, Ryan, and what I did for you. And I'm trying to change. Correct it for sure. And I do see that. I see that with all my kids right now. Uh, that they uh, are are much better prepared to be parents, and are, those that have children are doing a much better job than I did, even though they don't think so a lot Absolutely. of times. Yep. You want to hear yeah. about my dad? Oh, for sure. My dad is a person that was a boxer. He loved to box. He was. Uh, authoritarian from the word go. He was never wrong. 
I remember walking downtown Shreveport with him, and he was there to make sure everybody was doing right. And if a car went over the line, you know, right there at the light where you were supposed to walk across the crosswalk there, one time he took an umbrella and beat the car until it backed up. Oh, wow. The other time he walked over the hood. And he was a Karen. He was a what? <laughs> a Karen. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Just say yes. It's not a bad thing. It's, okay. It's yes. of, yeah. It was a term of endearment that we use in this generation thing. Okay. <laughs> I got like you. That, yeah. And he just was very, very difficult. He told me, he said, uh, the reason we can't have bo a boat, the reason we can't have all the stuff is because I'm saving for your college education. I was stupid and believed him. And when I got ready to go to college, I had a I had a scholarship, but he wouldn't let me go to the school. I had a scholarship because he wanted to control me and be controlled. So I stayed home, was going to go to LSUS. And I said, okay, Dad, how much you saved up? $200. Oh, wow. The point is, he was always trying to do things to keep me in control and keep everybody in control and to manipulate. I thought that was what I needed to do to keep control of my boys, and I was wrong. Right. And I changed, and I changed now. I just don't, you know, even when I, I don't agree with them, just because I don't agree doesn't make it right, what I'm right. thinking. Yeah, that is, it change, changes a, is, is a big thing. I know... I, I, I'm 30 now, but I had my son when I was 28, and I'm very, very blessed and fortunate in the situation that I'm in. But I will say, and I'm not knocking anybody who had kids young. You can have kids whenever you're ready for it, but I'm glad I didn't have kids when I was 21, 22, because I know now that I wasn't ready then. <laughs> and I'm able to see that now because I have matured, and you know, obviously I'm in a whole different place than I was back then. And I think that that's a great point is, you know, I know now some of the principles that my parents taught me that I want to apply for, you know, my experience as being a dad and how I want to apply those to, to my son. And then also drawing some from my wife's side, I see them as parents too, even now as grandparents or parents to their daughter who's 30 as well. And I want to take some of those principles and apply it to being a father as well. So I'm kind of drawing from a little here and a little there. Also, you know, as a parent, you're going to make mistakes. So I got to see some of the mistakes that my parents made and her parents made. So I draw from those experiences and go, okay, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And then you kind of just melt it all together and try to be the best parent that you could be. So the parents right. that you have, which, you know, Jeremy is one, one child you have to, you have to be a kid or a parent to. Ryan is a whole different kind of child you have to really? be a parent to. Right. And then Jordan is a completely different child that you had to be a parent to. And it's almost like all three of your children, for your example, you have to change yourself to be the dad that you, they need you to be to fit in those shoes. You, you can't be the same yeah. dad to Jordan as you could to Ryan, to George or to, to Jeremy. And that's a really, really hard thing to do. And that's something that, you know, we're, we're talking about having another child within the next year or two. And that's something that I'm trying to, to, to get into my, you know, my thoughts is, you know, just because I'm this way with my son, whenever I have my next son or daughter, I may not be the same way with them because that's not who they will need me to be. It says to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, He'll not depart from it. That's in the scripture. But the, the idea is train up the child. It's saying it's like training the palate, train them to, to enjoy that in the way that he is. In other words, his emotional makeup. And so you've got to come know, to know that child. We took a, uh, I, or actually I was certified to do a type of testing 
that you would go in and, and it talks about um, uh, your psychological self, what's your strengths, what's your uh, different weaknesses and things like that. And it has a section in there called crosstalks. And what it means is because, like, for instance, me is, for me, I'm a shaper and a mover. And that means, I first thing I say is, what's your plan and are you doing it? Are you acting out on that? And the second one is, uh, what's, your, what's your motive? Well, then we learn there are crosstalks. Ryan and I only had six crosstalks. He's a mover. What's your motive? That's his number one language, man. Uh, you know, what, why are you doing this? Why are you asking me this? Well, I know how to get right to that. What, with Becky, there was over 32 crosstalks before they could ever begin to communicate. And wow. for Jeremy and Becky, there was only six. So they always easily communicated. And finally, Becky said to me, would you communicate to Ryan? I just can't do it. She tried. But, uh, you know, and Jordan, sort of a mix, you know. And what you have to do is become bilingual with your children. Oh, there you go. I like that. You need to learn their language. You need to learn what motivates them and what demotivates them. My father did not. And I failed at first with my kids, and I'm hoping I improved, and I'm hoping that, that they will follow through with their children as well with that. Absolutely. I think my, parent, my parents had, uh, we had two boys. I have an older brother, and then I have two younger sisters. And I, I would say I think my parents did a really good job. I think the, the, the problems that I ran, to, ran into as a kid was some of it were self-inflicted, obviously, like Ryan. I, I could have done myself <laughs> some justice by trying a little more. Yeah. And then secondly, would be realizing what my parents were trying to do as, you know, as a, ch a kid, you don't see the big picture. You only see the here and now, and then you only see what's going on around you. You're not able to actually see that they're trying to talk and balance with my older brother and then my younger sisters, and they're trying to juggle their jobs. And you don't get to see all the background stuff going on and the conversations between, you know, your mom and your dad or you and Becky at the same time. My family did a really good job. And I think some of that stuff, I was a lot tougher. I was, I was Ryan, in other words. I was tougher on my parents than I think my other, my other siblings were. But at the same time, I also grew a lot from that now. And as an adult, because of the situations that I put them in or that I put myself in, I also am able to apply that now as being a husband and a, uh, a father. And being a husband is just as important as being a father because that foundation has Absolutely. to strong before, you know, I have to show Carson, my son, how to be a, a, a dad, a, I'm sorry, a husband, and how to be a dad at the same time. And it's this weird balance that you have to do. And you can't put your, your, your son before your wife or your wife before. It's just this weird balance that you got to go through. That's right. And it's, it's law learning too, man. It, it, a good acronym that I heard for dad, D-A-D, -D, is day after day. And you got to show up at day after day after day. You got to keep coming back to the plate. You get a new... 24 hours tomorrow. If you fail today, that means you might not fail tomorrow and step back up the plate and try back again. Find out what motivates your child. That is a big thing. Yep. I like the bilingual thing. That, that's, that's really neat. Yeah. Uh, for me, I was a middle child. Ryan is a middle child and everything is always unfair. It's oh. just going to be unfair. I'm a middle child. Yep. <laughs> and, and that's just it. But hand-me-downs, and then you yeah, get to well, see the baby getting spoiled. Yep. I tried not to, but I'm sure I felt it. But Ryan felt that at times. Why didn't you do this for Jeremy? Why didn't you do this? And and I get it. I understood that and could deal with it. My father and my mother once told me, 
Greg, your dad loves your younger brother more, and I love your older brother more, but Jesus had his favorites, and it's okay. We love you, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about oh, demotivating yeah. me for my life. That, of course. And, and they said it, and one time they denied it. My wife had been married to me when they had said it earlier than that. She said, you did tell him that. I was a party child and all those things. I mean, I'm, it's not a victim <laughs> thing. What I'm saying is I remembered that. and I, What's that? It was the 60s and 70s. Of course you were a party child. <laughs> Peace, baby. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was I was goody two-shoes, I guarantee you. Uh, but you got to make sure you are bilingual. What's going to motivate them? Because what if you have a girl? What's going to happen then? Wait. Oh, I, my I will goodness. say this. So so for this is a little background story on my my son. Me and my wife actually didn't know the gender of my child before they were born, so we can prepare for both. So the only the, the way we knew what his boy or girl is when he came out, uh, obviously you could tell Surprise. right then and there. Surprise! What you got? Yeah. So I I didn't want to get into the construct of you know I just want a boy or I just want a girl or I just want this right. or that. So I we planned for both and. Uh, that's honestly why the podcast was started was because I was looking for different perspectives at the time was I was looking for different podcasts or whatever it was, different sources of media where I could find of boy dads and girl dads and mixed, you know, like just drawing from where I could go. But that's the reason why we did what we did was because I didn't want to just be disappointed if it was a boy or be disappointed if a girl, I was getting blessed with a, a child either way. And it was my duty to be the best dad that I could be. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a lot of learning to do. I'd never really even changed diapers whenever my first, my son first came out. So there was a lot of growth and a lot of learning. And when it got smell, that was a unique. Ooh, it still <laughs> smells to this day, buddy. <laughs> it's still tough. The first couple of poops were easy, and I thought they were hard. And if I could talk to myself a year ago or from, you know, a year ago, I, I would have told them, you know, it gets a lot more fun, but it also gets a lot more smelly. But I've had, man, I've had poop and pee all over me. I've had poop and pee on clothes. It, man, sweating the small stuff, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Yep. He's going to happen. Things are going to happen. One thing you're going to realize, Joseph, and, and and I think Ryan can say it, uh, I believe this as well, is you're thinking, how can I love this one as much as I love that first one? How I, can I, I love the that. third one as much as I love those first? And you do. I, you, I, am, I don't understand it, but you do. I'm, admittedly, that's actually what I'm struggling with now is what's holding me back from wanting to have another child is because I feel like I'm going to have to take myself away from my, my son now and not give him the same love and support that I am doing at my current level. And then secondly, how can I love something as much as I love my son? The, the only thing that I see when I see my son, like instantly will he, his smile can change my day. No matter what's going on in my day, everything's melted away. Everything is great. You know what I mean? After I come in the door from, from being at work and then I come in and he comes running up, it melts everything away. And then it's like, okay, we have another one, but how am I going to apply? It that doubles. Same kind of love? It, see, it, 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 it doubles. I'm glad you said that because my parents tell me the same thing. Everyone else tells me the same thing, man. It's just a hard idea for me to, to grasp. But to this day, I totally miss time with my boys. Yep. I absolutely uh, sometimes I almost cry because I'm like, I miss them so much, but they're so busy. They've got their lives and, but they were so much a part of my life and right. I love them so much. It just, it's just so hard to do it. And they, they try to avoid me at every situation <laughs> they possibly can. <laughs> 
Nah, you not know. Ryan. I'd love to see my dad. Oh, I knew when Ryan when Ryan came in and he smiled, I knew he was about to fart. That was all it was. <laughs> hey, Go that ahead, still applies Ryan. to this day. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'd love to see my dad. Yeah, I know you do. It, it's different. I mean, as as guys and boys and stuff, we we you know we struggle to tell each other we love each other or to give those awkward hugs and I all don't things in between. I'm I'm the same way, man. I don't care. I mean, obviously, my son's only you know a little little less than two. Man, I give that little boy hugs and kisses all day, every day, as much as I can, because eventually he's not going to fit in my arms anymore. I'm not going to be able to hold him anymore. I'm not going to be able to rock him asleep anymore. Joseph, I, you need to avoid the lips after five. Oh yeah, yeah. no, no we don't do <laughs> we don't do the lips. That's a bit weird. Yeah, no. I, if it makes you feel better though, I I don't bro hug my dad. I we we are absolute boob to boob hugs. Boob to boob, I love it. nipple to nipple. It's on. Whatever, dude. I love my boys. It's it's I, tough. I miss them. So you gotta you gotta be there in between the moments with them and enjoy what you can. It's it's tough. Uh, that is one reason I wanted to retire, and I've not been able to retire yet. Oof, so I, I could retire. just really come down and bug them all the time <laughs> and see my it. grandbabies. Um, he just wants to use the retired. lake access that we have. <laughs> That's hey, true. You know what? That is true. You've been down there for a while, and you haven't invited me one time to that place. Uh, you came down. I I don't use the lake. I invited myself down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he took me out to see the lake once. He said, there it is, Dad. <laughs> there it is right there. there. <laughs> I'm not a big yeah. fan. Uh, he, he, he took me around with the Tesla and said, here's, here's my Tesla. That was his baby at the time. Oh, man. He broke my neck doing that. With the, oh, God. It was out too quick. Oh, man. Then he uh, started playing games on the computer in the car and I said, don't you want to watch the road? Oh, I don't have to. The Tesla does it. <laughs> if you want to be in the Dad by segment of the podcast, uh, send us a message on our Instagram. It's the Dad Pack Podcast, all one word. You can give us stories. You can give us advice, quotes, whatever you guys got. We would love to read it and interact with you guys right here. If you have any questions, obviously, this is what this is for. This is us answering your questions. Learn through our pain, please. This is what we're here for. Uh, also, we have a YouTube page. Jordan, tell them about the YouTube page. Oh, yeah. It's highlights from the podcast. And also highlights from our gaming streams. And yep. we try to release those every Tuesday and Thursday, every week. Check them out. It's a lot of fun. Check them out, guys. Also, before we move on, we also want to make one more announcement. And that's from this point forward. We're going to release the podcast instead of on Mondays. We're going to start releasing them on Tuesdays. We're doing that for editing purposes. Uh, we only got about two to three more episodes this season. And then we're going to wrap this season up and move into season two sometime mid-January, and then it's going to apply to January too. So be looking for us out on Tuesdays. Uh, if you're listening to us, we appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Uh, and let's uh, let's do this dad advice. So as last week, I don't know if you got to hear last week, Greg, I don't expect you to, but um, my my father was on here. And so Ryan had the dad advice question was, and uh, it was it was pretty much Ryan asking uh, some interesting questions to my dad about me. And so I'm going to put you in the same spot that Ryan put me in. And uh, for for both Ryan and Jordan, can you give me one time where you were like, wow, that's my son? Where you just, that badge of honor, that was your pride right there. That's Jordan. That's Ryan. That's my son. No. Uh, no I'm kidding. You're <laughs> <laughs> still waiting. Yes, you're still waiting. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. For Ryan. I really believe there was a time where I was very concerned about right and wrong. 
And then there was a time that he came up and he said, there was a situation and I can't explain all of it, but he said, dad, I'm going to do what's right. And it's going to cost me. And it's going to be not the easy thing to do. And I thought I was going to break apart in tears because that was the greatest moment in my life, choosing the hard thing rather than the easy thing or the easy way out. That was true of his job. That's been true of his his uh, marriages. That's been true with his children. Uh, let me tell you, when you have a child uh, that is struggling with trying to manipulate, manipulate, Ryan tried to manipulate us, and Ryan's had to deal, and, and all of us will. But choosing what's better for that child rather than being manipulated, because let me tell you, most parents know when they're being manipulated. Of course. They know it. And that was my proudest point uh, of Ryan. Hey, he's a godly man, and he's going to choose what's right. But for Jordan... It really had to do with sticking through and carrying through in spite of the pain on going through some stuff like his job. Uh, Let me tell you, it is difficult when Jordan is like me on this. I hope hope nobody's listening from his job. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jordan is like this on me with my job as well. I said, that's so illogical. That's stupid. Why are you doing that? And, and, and you have to learn to deal with people like that who are unreasonable and move forward. And you can't, and he learned that you can't have a healthy relationship with an unhealthy person. You've got to just let them be unhealthy and, and live with it and go on and try to do the best you can. Dealing with, uh, setting up the boundaries around those relationships for as sure. best you can. And I am proud of him for being able to do that because, let me tell you, there's nothing more proud that I have when they call me for advice. That is an incredible moment. Joseph, wait till you experience that. I ain't gonna lie. I love doing it. You're, with my you're, dad. you're sort of jumping up and down. You go, yeah. oh, they're asking me. And then you go, What'd you ask me? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah. It's it's a great thing. So those two things. Absolutely. And and so one last thing I want to ask you, and this is the for the collective, because the guys have been kind of quiet this episode. Give me give me your one best Jordan, Ryan, Jeremy story that you got, Greg. And Y'all can collectively come up with this. I don't care what it is. Just for the cast. What's the one? What's the one you got to tell for, you? For the, all three of them or one for Or each? just any of them. It doesn't matter. You can do, it could be one, just Ryan, the best one that you had growing up. That's the goofiest story that you had. <laughs> Ryan has told some doozies on here. The Mamra one where I guess Becky pushed him down the stairs and he jumped up and yelled, <laughs> Mamra! <laughs> Ryan's got so good ones. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> there's such a plethora of yeah. selection here for both of them. Even uh, uh, hmm. Ryan, do you have one for your dad? Nope, but I'm hanging. <laughs> <laughs> This is the first time I think Ryan's been quiet. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm, waiting. I'm waiting for it. I'd like to hear this. I'd like to hear what he's got. I think. For Ryan, 
the one that got me the most, that just destroyed me at the same time I realized I reacted poorly, was the time that they had had the mom-mobile. <laughs> For years, they had had the mom-mobile. Ryan took out one side of the garage one day, took out the other side of the garage the other day, and then uh, one of the, what is it called out front? The, the post on the porch took out that. And, and to his defense, <laughs> oh it was God. a bad car. It, it, the, the steering didn't work well, and he was just learning to drive. Well, we didn't have a lot of money back then, and so I got it. I, I finally got a decent car for him. This and is I the said, donkey butt. This is the donkey butt story. <laughs> 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 and literally, I said, Ryan, whatever you do, this is the first good car your mom have y'all been sharing this car. I'm so proud. It's so good. And Ryan had it. I don't know how long it was, Ryan. Two weeks, and you rear-ended this lady, and just took yeah, out the front careful end. Careful with your words. I rear-ended her car. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to remember. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure about it. All I know is what I've told. To, but uh, you know. To, to be fair, it was important. We got to be fair. Remember, middle child. Here we go. That's not fair. It was a. It was a single tape but it has two songs. You need to get the side right to put it in. And we needed to discuss which side to put it in. And we, um, we did get it right the second time that in, and we looking down at the tape player. Yes. And I did look up to see the light was green. Why an old lady would stop at a green light. I don't know, but she did. She did. And and it was her fault. And I moved her along a little bit further, and then we, uh, yeah, we had a hood that was smashed all the way up. You couldn't see past the. This the must have been shit. a hell of a car, man, because this this mom mobile has Chevy made an on this show oh, <laughs> like four times now. The mom mobile, the door was already ruined because Jeremy had it first, and we went to go play football at the uh, <laughs> at the schoolyard, yeah. and I, I opened the door, and you know how like. When you open the door and you're next to like the, the football field or whatever, the door kind of got caught in the grass. And I was like, bro, can you just pull up a little bit? This dude threw it in reverse and gassed it. He literally bent the door backwards. <laughs> the door I was like, all the way back. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm not driving. What are you talking about? I, I, you drove backwards. That was dumb. Oh, dude, you ruined the door. I'm not driving. <laughs> I think he got it after the fact. I think he was in shock. Total shock. He ran that. Jordan over right after that. <laughs> yes, he did. Sort of rolling down the hill. That's true. Yeah. The, the Jordan, driveway. Jordan half, rolled half driveway. really well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you better believe Sir, Are we collectively yeah. agreeing that out of the three boys that Jordan's the best driver? Is that what we're saying here? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no. I, he had the best cars. <laughs> he did have the best cars, but also oh, he's telling God. you why Ryan had to have a Tesla because it'll drive for him and he's not he can look down to that tape. Oh, all that's day a long. good observation. That's a good <laughs> Actually, it's worse than that. <laughs> so when when it ran out of the battery, have I told the Tesla story on the on the podcast? Yeah. So yeah. you're down. You, it, you, the, the in short, you're down to one Tesla. You had two. You had one now. Yes. And but tell him about the, the the new gas one. It did make me. It did make me stupid. And <laughs> I can't keep in the lines. I can't remember to turn it on or off. 
Um, I may have left the car on a few times in the parking lot. The whole day. The whole yeah, day. The, the whole day. <laughs> the way you said. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, I know. How did you leave the key in there, or was it a push the start, the push and touch thing? It's a push and touch thing. I just yeah, left yeah, the key yeah. in the. I put it in the cup holder. I, I don't care. <laughs> it horrible. As far as Jordan goes, I think the funniest things we ever had to deal with Jordan is anytime he was lying. Yes, my baby <laughs> lied. What? One time, yeah, oh yes. One time there was money missing from Becky's purse. The baby and, didn't know wrong. And, and we called in the boys. Boys, who took that money? Not me, not me, not me. And Jordan, you could always tell if he was lying. Ryan, how did he do it? Index finger, middle of the right in between his <laughs> lip and front piece. Stop piece. It. He'd just stick it right there and would look at you like, huh. Mm. Oh, be oh like, I didn't do that. Huh? Oh, my God. Where's the money? Where's <laughs> really, really, bro. He, Where's the he money? didn't know he was doing it. And finally, no, we told him, and so he broke the habit. Yeah, now we <laughs> know. Yeah. No, All <laughs> oh, wised up. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. but one the- thing that, that Jordan can do, the boy can dance. I don't really? know if you knew. Oh, my gosh. People don't realize it's Mr. Bashful. Mr. Let, let, him, let him go rip a rug out, out there on the dance floor. Man, that guy can do it. Oh my two God. good legs though. <laughs> that was with oh, two good right. legs. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that the, the picture of Jameis Winston dancing on his crutches? I feel like that's Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta keep one leg stiffer than the other. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Michael Jordan had nothing on Jordan and neither Not Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy could, oh, yeah. Jeremy could dance too. Where what happened to Ryan? I don't know. I, I got his dance. mama's uh mama's <laughs> Can't Mom can't dance. dance. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, that's nope, got nothing. Yeah, Ryan has said before on here on the car thing was that his plan was to marry somebody who uh, was as bad a driver as he was. And would you say that he nailed it? Accomplished. Accomplished. I actually have a great story that has to do with my dad and my wife. Yeah. There so, we go. My. My dad was the worst smacker of food that I ever knew. He, 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 he was horrible. But I went years without eating in the same room with him. I'd be like, no, I can't. I can't. And they cursed me to, to marrying somebody that smacked worse than him. <laughs> now, no way. I, I thought, you know, I got married the first time and I was like, yeah, well, sorry, guys. Wrong. Well, then I got married again. And this one, oh my God, I don't know why she smacked. Like, what is so good about the food? You have to make it make noise. I don't understand. We like talked about what her Thanksgivings were, bro. Food. She's probably just happy to get good food. True. <laughs> True. And Ryan taught her how to take the little tab, the tab on the outside of the ham, you know, from that sliced yeah. ham, uh, instead of eating that. Leave it on. Go ahead and take that off. That's, Go ahead. Uh, you don't eat that. No. Oh, oh, you know, that's not for extra flavor. Yeah. Salt and pepper aren't just the only seasonings. There's more. Well, hey, let me tell you, the first time Stacy came over to our house, she was driving in front of me to go to our house. And there was a lady that was going to take a left on these, this, these, 
this two-way street. And instead of waiting on the lady to take a left, uh, Stacy took off to the left around her, and the lady almost <laughs> rammed into her. And I'm going, oh, my gosh. Well, then the other day, we're going to the uh, for Layla's birthday party at that uh, uh, birthday party place. I don't know what it was called. It was a great place. And this lady is is stopping to take a right, and another lady's coming out, and, and, and Stacy can't wait. So she just zoomed around him and almost causes another wreck. I love Stacy. <laughs> Stacy, I love you. She'll also <laughs> never admit to it. She'll be like, what? No, no, oh, God, when she was on hard here. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> man, she was arguing it. No. <laughs> well, if I got Becky on right now about the duck story, she'd deny it. Yeah, my mom was a swan. Oh, wait, wait. Is that when the ducks got? <laughs> yeah. I think Ryan's told that one before. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. We oh, would bet God. lunch money. Absolutely. It was, it was serious. Well, let me just say I would never change anything about what we went through with my boys, all the bad, all the good. Um, I am so proud of them. Uh, I'm proud of their choices, I, and I'm here to support them any way we can. And when I get old, y'all are going to have to support me financially. You, just you are old. That. You are old. So that's the baby's job. No, no, no. That's the baby's job. We've discussed this on the podcast. No, 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 no. no the baby no, gets no, the responsibility no. of taking no, care of the baby. No, 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 no. Yes, that is. This is a collective decision. Uh-uh. Sir. You got the this easy life growing up, buddy. This is you got the easy life. No, you no, have show to me do the rules. Show me in law. Show me in law where that We're is. We're making up the rules right now on the cast, buddy. This is the first one. I'll show you in the Bible where it says that. Yeah. There we go. Okay. come first and the first become last. Buddy, oh, no ducks. I didn't kill any ducks. <laughs> All right. I'll call that uh, as good as the Nephilim right there, and um, call it good. Yeah, uh, yeah first Greg chapter four. First Greg chapter four, exactly. All right, that in, in the podcast, funniest story, funniest story about, about Ryan or Jordan, either one. Okay, that's a good one. Or, or you, you got, got your, your... send him into like a, some kind of seizure or something. <laughs> you okay with that, buddy? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, uh, I get you know, the same I'm... look from Ryan every now and again, too. Yeah, I'm like, the funniest story. I, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think the funniest one where I, I, I don't remember if Jordan was there or not, but I think he was. And it involved Ryan and Jordan and Jeremy and their cousin. And they had broken my couch. Oh my God! <laughs> Wait, we, we knew we knew about this. This is great. I want to hear the other and, side of this story. And, yes. And so they had put the leg back up, and it, and I come in there, and they know where I sit, and I sit back in that thing, flipped backwards out onto the floor, and they go, "What you do? What you do?" And I thought I had broken it. And finally, they fessed up. But I mean, that was funny. I have to admit, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that. Now, oh god, or the time that they still to this day, we would divide a package of underwear between the three of them because that's all we could afford for Christmas. <laughs> and I'll never forget. Yeah, and they said, "We know what it is." The first one opens up. We know what we're getting. Hey, I wonder what this is. And and, and then they literally. They, Later, they said, "Thank you, Dad, for the underwear." Of course. That, wow, that was great. Me. Yeah. I thought you'd tell the Christmas fart story. <laughs> uh, okay, we've been waiting on that one. Let, me, let yeah. me tell you that one. Okay, 
Becky's twin sister and my brother-in-law, uh, who was my roommate, and we married twin sisters. Okay, so we've known each other a long time. We're in Minden, Louisiana. We're sitting in the living room. It's Christmas Eve, and all of a sudden, Dennis goes, "What? what's that smell? I said, I don't smell anything. I was farther back in the room. All of a sudden, it hit me. Oh, then I watched kids running out of Brian's room or the kids' room, going to another room, and <laughs> Ryan had ripped one, and literally the house was so rank, we had to open the windows. We could not <laughs> live. He had infiltrated the walls. Cleared it had house, gone please. into the rugs. It was Cleared just, and house. he was so proud. Yeah. He was just so proud. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> People were literally mad at me. I mean, it was a, the famous Christmas part for years. We still that, that's how you get introduced it. into the family is if you listen to that story. Like that is, that is the one. That so is Ryan, true. Ryan never grew up from that point because he's been like that ever since, too. Because and and he passed it on to his children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, little mama's a beast. I was going to say, uh, uh, it skipped, it skipped uh, Ashen and went to Layla is what it looked like. Well, you do know what Layla told us one time. I asked, I said, Layla, what's your middle name? She said, hmm, it's either Nicole or little mama. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't sure. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, we do refer to her as little mama everywhere we go. Um, okay, guys, I think that's gonna wrap it up for the end of the show. We appreciate you guys for sticking around, Greg. Thank you for coming on the show uh, and supporting us. Obviously, uh, we love it. Love having the dads. It was thank you cool for having me. And I will tell you this: if you ever need Ryan to hush, just let me on the show again. Apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Um, thank you. And we'll check you guys next week. Bye bye. Later.